Mentality Monsters I'm going to use the word with the Orange well Rugby team Someone press that arm Take it off Liverpool <laughs> Let's take it off the Reds and let's attach it to the Orland Rugby team OTB AM Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app OTB AM with Gillette Labs Get the ultimate shave or your money back Neon Night Edition available now Alison Miller joins us now to give us her response to uh, the Grand Slam. Alison, a nervy enough game in the end. It was um, it was not the cakewalk or the procession that many people have been predicting, but ultimately they got the job done. Yeah, and I think like this Ireland team have shown um, whatever happens, they find a way and it was nervy and it didn't go um, the way we'd hoped in terms of how they were playing, but um, they ultimately pulled away and I think when they look back in years to come, they, you know, they won't care about how they played it's just the result but uh, yeah a magnificent day for that team I hadn't actually heard the clip that we played just there of um, Sexton and Farrell at the press conference where in his like one of his greatest ever moments so officially crowned top point scorer for now in the Six Nations uh, he's like looking back on a low point when he let himself down when he was getting subbed off against France and you're like I mean it's very impressive to be at your highest and go, I remember the bad times. And so that's why I enjoy this. And also that's part of that journey that he's been on as a captain to get to this point where he can lead that team through what they had to be led through at the weekend. Yeah, I think it's probably the sign of an ultimate competitor that even though they've just (laughs) achieved what everyone else would like to achieve, they still think of those small little things annoy them still, you know. Um, So that's what's driving him on all the time. And he wants to be... um, Wants to be the best, but um, like, unbelievable. Like, when you think he's 37 and any, any athlete that, you know, gets into their 30s will tell you about how you how you don't recover as quick and he's still able to go out and perform at that level, at his age and perform so well. Like, it's, it's really amazing. And he is the ultimate competitor. Like, he's such a ferocious um, mindset. He When he was coming off the pitch, I think he was um, saying how long was the injury going to, take him and what he's done and all the things he's done and he's led this team to this grand slam success and hopefully further success so yeah like unbelievable really yeah it does look like Ross Byrne might get a a bit of extra game time in the big games for Leinster over the next few um, short period of time we don't know exactly how bad the groin injury is but I think um, Roy O'Connor was asking him how it is and he's like it doesn't feel great at the moment so obviously we'll wait and see what the scans are there but you know that game against Ulster at the Aviva is coming up soon I've no doubt it'll be a sellout I've no doubt it'll be a massive celebration of Irish rugby too Um just in terms of uh, players who are irreplaceable at the start of this we would have had five or six who were like oh if Tyke Furlong is gone we're going to be in trouble and then that didn't prove to be the case at all if Sexton misses any game time at any point and suddenly Ross Byrne feels like um, he's a more than adequate replacement there are two now who you'd be focused on and I just wanted to get your opinion on if, if Keenan misses significant game time or if Josh van der Fleer was to miss significant game time Alison would they be the only concerns that we'd have in terms of being kind of irreplaceable at this point? That's a kind of difficult question. I think um, Jimmy O'Brien came on. He's obviously not at the level that Hugo Keenan is at yet, but I thought he did well. And I think what he's shown when he's played for Ireland, he's done well. And I think um, given enough game time and exposure, I, I think he could do really do a job at 15. Obviously, Hugo Keenan is nailed on. And it was only really when I watched the game back the second time and just saw you know, his influence, his line breaks, um, his work right in the backfield, you know, he he works so hard that he, he lets his wingers, or you know, they're able to defend high, and he just 
such work rate and to get to everything. And he's just, when he, I suppose when he's gone, you, you notice him gone. But I think, you know, there's guys there. I would probably look at Jimmy O'Brien coming in there to do a good job. And um, Van der Flair, like, yeah, he's obviously, you know, world player of the year. And I think, yeah, I think he stated in a press conference recently that he's finding that he's less room. And that's always going to happen when you, when you become like that, you're going to become a marked man. And hopefully it's it kind of, uh, put space for other people then but um, I thought Conan did really well when he came on the other day I think it's the best I've seen Conan in a while so like they are like you don't want to be losing those two players but I think there's very good back row options there to do a job um, I think what's I suppose not sure what the world I'm looking for but um, this Ireland team have shown that they have got depth and they've got resilience and any bit of adversity that they can slot in and other guys can do a job and we we, we thought that about Ty Furlong as well and then Finley Beelham came in and did an unbelievable job so well that you'd, 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 you know you'd nearly be wondering who you should start like obviously Ty Furlong is world class but sometimes you get an injury like that and it gives someone else an opportunity to get in there and that's often the hardest thing is to try and get in there but once you're in then you get your opportunity so yeah like you don't want to lose them but I think I think we would be okay unlike other years to for lads to come in and fill that void and to perform. Yeah. Um, Alan, what do you... Uh, Van der Fleer, as we say, World Player of the Year, so obviously you're not going to just slot somebody in who's also going to be as good as the World Player of the Year. But um, who is our... What's our seven depth chart at this stage? <clears throat> That's a good question. Um, I think right across the board, I think the level that these players have been at and how consistent they've consistently good they've been I think that's uh, something that needs to be kind of watched and, and their load and stuff needs to be managed a little bit particularly in the build up to this um, the emotional highs of all these big wins I think uh, who's in the depth chart after that well if you look at the if you look at the back rows who were picked it was Ryan Baird Jack Conan Gavin Coombs Caelan Doris Peter O'Mahony and Keane Prendergast they were the six that were picked in the back row um, and Josh van der Fleer, sorry it was seven um, but Peter Marty flied over to seven. He's done that before. Yeah, I think then uh, you know Scott Penny got called in, didn't he, for for um, uh, into the into the the, the training squad, yeah, training squad. Uh, John Hodnett has been brilliant for Munster. Uh, Will Connors obviously injured and has had a really tough season. Um, he's a very very good player as well. Of course, O'Mahony can go over there, but I would be of the opinion that um, you know. If Josh van der Fleer doesn't play, um, uh, Nick Timoney as well. He was in, in, in New Zealand and also played in that game in November. There's a number of players there, of course, who could slot in there. But when you have a player so consistently good at one stage in the midfield scrum in the second half on, on Saturday, um, van der Fleer is just hounding and harassing the England attackers as the ball has been passed to the wing. He's so quick. He's speed of movement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe it is an area that um, we need to find under seven that that can really just slot straight in there. But um, Alison makes a great point about Finlay Beelham. Like, what a find he's been. Um, he he had the, the full neck brace or neck yeah. brace, leg, leg brace, brace on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, it was a knee injury. It's a knee injury. It was medial ligaments. I think. Okay. It's, it's not one that's going. It's, so it's not, not ACL. No, no. Okay. So I don't think so. Anyway, we respect him, but and that'll be the key for Andy Farrell in these next few months. Um, can they find one or two more guys who can 
drive into this bench or maybe even get a chance at the at, at a starting berth. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people were talking about Gavin Coombs a few weeks ago, how unlucky he was, and, and, and very unlucky, and actually brilliant that he is playing so consistently good now when he's gone back to play a few of those monster games. But Jack Conan kind of reminded everyone at the level he's at, which is which is good. So that's a perfect scenario for Andy Farrell over yeah. the summer, that he has players chomping at the bit, they're ripping into each other in training. Well, that's, that is it, isn't it, Alison? That, like, the, there's kind of the other side of them getting through the game and it being a bit nervy is that they now have that confidence boost, but everybody is desperate to make sure that they're in the extended pre-World Cup training squad and then when you get there, you're trying to steal each other's throats to make sure that you're going to be on the plane to France. So, um, that depth will will produce some incredible performances from players at club level first and then in those training sessions. Yeah, 100%. And there's obviously no complacency going to set in. And Yeah, you know, you might see someone that we're not expecting. We don't know what the performances um, that they're going to have to do to try and get into that squad. And it's going to, as you said, produce massive competition. And that's only going to be a good thing for, for um, Andy Farrell and his coaches to be looking at these players who's in form, who's coming in then who'll be coming into camps. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really, really good thing. And I think it will show, um, I suppose, the mentality of those guys to to get themselves, if there's someone there that's not in the frame at the moment and they're good enough, their mentality to get in that frame and, and get in there and get into the squad. And um, because once you get in there, it's going to be hugely competitive. And I think, I think we truly have depth now. I think we've talked about depth, but um I think it's the depth there, but more importantly, I think there's the the mindset. And I think the last World Cup, um, they did talk about, I suppose, the sports psychology point of it, that they weren't um, mentally, I suppose, tough enough. And I think this team now, where I love the way Andy Farrell approaches it. Like, you know, they, they, they know that perfection is not possible in sport, that mistakes are going to happen. It's the only thing you can really guarantee things are going to happen. And I think, Hopefully, I think they're going to be much more able for the demands of a World Cup, the pressure, you know, all the things that go with it, you know, recovery between games, injuries. And I think the way they approach the game where, you know, Van der Feer was thrown in, Keane Healy went into hooker, things like that could happen in a World Cup. But I think they're really, they're resolved now and, and their, what would you call it, their mental resilience is in a really good place, coupled then with depths. I think is re- is going to be really really important. Yeah, and a lot of competition um, at training sessions at Leinster and Munster for somebody to put their hand up. Do, and does he does he need to do a Brian Cody job on it? Drop somebody. So they've won the All Ireland now, essentially. And two lads off two, you go. Two Thanks guys, very much. Maybe. Yeah. There might be two changes. There might be someone in the back three. Um, there might be, you know, Ryan Baird now might keep Tyburn out. Who knows? You know what I mean? Mm. And you can imagine a Tyburn coming off the bench and Joe McCarthy coming back and. Ian Henderson thinking, I'm not even in the 23 now, but yeah. I'm in the squad. So you know, Ryan Baird is really kind of, he's a big winner here, I think, big time. Well, because of the, the flexibility that he can play second row and back row, that gets him on the plane no matter what, right? Uh, but then trying to shoot from that into the team, that's the hard part, isn't it? It is, yeah. But You've got to decide to be one or the other. He doesn't have to decide, I no? think, because sure, Ty Byrne can play in the back row as well, so he can do that same role. But Tyburn has become a second row. Like there's no. There's yeah, but if you if you had if if Munster have John Klein and R. G. Snyman available, and 
that that could happen. They okay. might right. nudge him into the back row. You know what I mean? He can play in the back row, no problem. He was uh, such a good footballer. Same as Ryan Baird. I don't think you need to kind of pigeonhole one of them and say they're they're one of the other. Ryan Baird was outstanding the other day and physically making lots of tackles as well, which was brilliant. He's 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 so quick around the field. But that's the thing for me now. Does will Andy Farrell be kind of? Um, does he stay loyal to all these guys? And he, you know, there's no matches per se. Obviously, there's a World Cup warm-ups. There's a couple of those in August. Um, by and large, I think obviously someone will have to do something special in that period of time, yeah. or even over the summer in training to kind of go. I just fancy something about this guy. He can do something different, or he can bring some. The thing about Coombs for me and Ryan Baird is there's there's a certain X factor there that other people can't do. With Ryan Baird, it's just footwork, it's pace. You put him away in a wing or he gets his hands through and someone offloads and he he runs onto it. He's potentially going one-on-one one with a full-back and, and sidestepping him and going past him. Yeah. That's what he can do. Gavin Coombs, it's that exceptional power. Well, maybe you bring them and they play those games that you're... Yeah, I, I, you know you can't afford but, to have. But that's probably the intrigue now that maybe you know it'll be right. interesting to see. But look, he's got most uh, nearly everything right in the last two years, Andy Farrell. So, Alison, last certainly one, not telling him what to do. Last one for you on this. Um, Jack Crowley was the the water boy at the the H two O bib on. Um, are they ringing? Are they ringing Munster? Do you think and saying here, put him in every minute of every game that he can? That like was is within our player management numbers, but he's your number ten for the rest of the season. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, possibly. Um, obviously, you know he's he's shown his potential. He's young. He hasn't had a huge game time. Um, Alan probably know more than me from being involved at that level. Um, well, what do you think, Alan? What are would they be doing that or? Um, I th- I th- I think they. You can write Joey Carberry off and go, well, send Jack Crowley back to Munster now, start him at 10 and Joey mm. goes to full back and uh, thanks for the memories, Joey. Because I think Joey Carberry, <laughs> he's just too good a player to write him off. Um, mm. If something happened, Johnny Sexton, there's a little bit of panic and a shuffle here going, you know, where do we go now? Um, if Joey Carberry finds that bit of zip and that bit of... Um, ability that we know he has consistently, and I think he still will be a big have a big part of this World Cup. Uh, certainly in the say in the wider training group. Um, so I don't think they'll do that. Okay, uh, but I do think when I'm talking about the X Factor players and the players who can bring something really kind of special or maybe add to this group, I still think Crowley is is someone that you know. And Ross Bourne has been brilliant and it's he's deserved to be back in Somebody the mix. Somebody somewhere is going to be upset when they... They are, yeah. And what I'm saying is now there's 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 Crowley, there's um, Ross Bourne, there's Crowley. We didn't see him in the Six Nations, which was a pity, mm. um, the way we would have wanted to. Kept him involved. That was interesting, yeah, I thought. Yeah. yeah, and he'll have learned right. a lot. All right, we've got to leave it there for now. Alison, good stuff. Thanks for joining us. Alan, thank you very much as well. Thanks. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.